Mr. Mac and Cheese? I don't know. Did I lock him in a room? Probably. I'm not locked in. Don't yeah. you probably. Oh, he's just sitting at the door. What are you doing, boss? Leave him there. Mac's gonna do some hot takes on movies with you. No, he's not. Yeah. Don't look at me. I didn't pick you up. He did. Claw at him like you claw at me. There you go. Bite him. Harder. You think I fear you, don't you? No, I don't. I could whip your head off. It'd be so easy. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, well, what's our show open? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> what? Gotta start contributing to the show topics. I do not. I can talk when you talk. No, I know, but what's our show open? What are we? What are we gonna? What are we gonna open with? I don't know. This is what you do. I'm sorry. I do all the main reading of the episode. So I'm, I'm now I'm now tasked to come up with the show notes. Yes. Wow. I gotta tell you guys, season two is starting off pretty controversial. Season two. Yeah, this is our season premiere. What? Yeah. How many episodes are in a season? Thirteen. And then we end it. Yeah. And the last like the last month didn't count. That was season six six six. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna number it as. Why? Because it's the Halloween episodes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember, we did all those spooky six, episodes. Six, six, six. <laughs> yeah, we did all those sp- those four spooky episodes. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen oh eight. Something else. <laughs> Uh, something else something, something else, else and poltergeist yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> live on the big screen we really picked some spooky movies we did this is how i hold her to getting to see poltergeist on the big screen it's fucking ridiculous yes. I, it, poltergeist is called the tv people movie that's terrifying <laughs> i can't wait for you to watch poltergeist and realize how dumb poltergeist is it's still from a creepy 31, no from a 31 perspective you feel like this is so stupid oh my god 31 i'm, I'm excited for 31 i'm excited yet. for four i mean I've loved doing 1408, I hope. Quote, unquote. We haven't done any of these episodes. Just tell them. We haven't done a spooky episode. We're going to watch it later today. When I got got COVID, we sat down and watched Laggies, and then I was like, oh, fuck, we have to watch horror movies. So Mm -hmm. this is uh, getting to Pre-horror. Yeah, this is (laughs) pre-horror. None of the the madness has happened yet. Yeah. But uh, it's going to. It's getting spooky. It's going to get spooky. Mm -hmm. All right. This intro really lagged. Well, yeah, it did. Yeah. It was uh, laggy. Uh, laggy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just put the music in. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> she still doesn't get that I do the music. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. All right. So laggies. Uh, well, hold on. We gotta. We gotta well, that's it. when the music goes in. Yeah, I, I know. Oh. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Trust me. I know where it goes. I don't have a show notes written out every week. That tells me where I put stuff in it. Does anyone else have OCD boyfriends? Not OCD. No. That's what you want. You want a structured, well-formatted show. Tell me how I'm not giving you exactly that. Dot, 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 OCD, dot, dot, dot. It's not dot, OCD. No, if you want a coherent, well-put-together show that people can follow every week, that's what you do. You build a show structure. The Tonight Show did it. Jimmy Fallon did it. Conan O'Brien did it. And it's worked out for them pretty well so far. You should, you see, structure you should, it. should see how serious he got. I am serious. He started yelling at me. He threw me down the supply of stairs. That and he called happened. me a bitch. That never happened. Yeah. They don't get that joke. <laughs> That's an us and Mac joke.
everybody to BNB Presents A24-7. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Ben, and joining me as always is the lovely, the talented, the constantly watching how to raise a cat. Brianna. <laughs> you said Mac and I got confused. You, do, you know what? We're not even going to cut how long it took you to say Brianna because that's the lag right there. Yeah. So laggies. Yeah, yeah. We're still on it. You didn't try. And you know what? Honestly, people might question if you have a British accent for the I... entire time. Yeah. Do yeah. I or do I not? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a soft season two opener. This is yeah. like this is like when you watch the second season of Lost for the first episode and you're like, yeah, it's good, but oh, there's something missing here. Lost. Such we should have done Lost. Why is it Lost done by A twenty four? I don't, don't want to watch Lost again. <laughs> that show is so long. I love it. That nothing happens for like two and a half seasons. There's an eight season thing. Six, maybe five seasons are good. It's so good. Uh, all right. It's ridiculously ridiculous. The first season is the best season, and mm-hmm. I won't hear anything else about it. Yeah. If you want to do a, if you want to do a do a thing where we every like month put out a episode about the first season i will watch the first season with you i cannot guarantee there will ever be a season two okay that's fair i suppose it ends on such a heartbreaking note yeah it does what (laughs) yeah don't all right don't even joke well a24 news yeah Which I saw that you put in our last episode, you did put the noise and you interrupted me making the noise and I was almost slightly offended because Oh, it's... that's that's every time. <laughs> and then I take this stuff and I put it at the end of the episode as like the bonus stuff for that. Like yeah. I tried so hard to be the and you you were like why go out You were like and interrupt. Why go out for burgers when I have when I have steaks like at home in those digital crisp files. Don't get me wrong, I love a burger now and then. Well, with all the A24 news fit to read, it's me, your anchorman, Chet Colton. And we're reading it for you. And it's, uh, first thing is, will A24 mainstream success see studio change course? This is from MovieWeb. And I'm just going to address that question with this little news and comment right here. No, I don't think it will. I think A24 will still always be A24. I think they have a very solid vision in mind. And I don't think them getting this big rub off of the everything everywhere all at once is anything they have a fucking oscar like to their credit for best picture already yeah what what more can you do as a studio but like bring home something like that yes this is your highest grossing movie but like no i don't think it's what movie everything everywhere all at once oh yeah because it's been like a pretty mainstream success yeah hmm okay that's fair any other news let's see do you want a celebrity uh, update on an A24 horror movie? Or do you want Entertainment Weekly's The Best A24 to Date? Uh, the Best 24 to Date. Okay. So we're going to do a little list. Ex Machina. Oh, I've never seen which that. Which you have not seen. Green Room. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. Okay. The Lobster. I like The Lobster. Lobster's a lot. I got in an argument with a guy at work about The Lobster. <laughs> Do go on. He said it was the dumbest movie he had ever seen. And I was like, no, it's great. It's so, it's so good. It's, and he it's was, so honest. And he was like, it's so stupid. And he's like, and it's, it is like the dumbest, like, uh, idea. And I was like, I don't know if you understood the idea. <laughs> the movie. Here's, the thi- here's the thing. I'm and then I was like, man, am I going to hate it when I rewatch it? Like, <laughs> here's the thing though about it mm-hmm. it's funny how like incidents cross over mm-hmm. in like people's lives 
we had like genuine outrage from people at the theater I when bet. we showed it. Like people were pissed off. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" I didn't even this? know it was in theaters. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's like one of the most lauded like movies of that year. People hmm. like that's like a low key like this guy kind of weirdly like made this like very creepy sci-fi movie like but for like no money. Next up, The Witch. Oh, I like The Witch. Okay. You want to go uh, go out to the track now, or you want to do it afterwards? No. Okay, so you can take your victory lap. Yeah. Twentieth uh, century women. Yes. And the crowd goes wild. Do you want to explain why the crowd is going wild? No, let you. You're the newscaster, Chet. So. <laughs> I'm gonna start to hate that name. I'll say this: the second movie we ever watched together. Yes. Yeah. Second date. What was the What was the first movie? Oh my god, what's the name of it? Who's the better spouse? Yeah. This guy. I know what it is guy. is about. I yeah. just it's the no, beauty pageant so. movie. Oh my god, oh, it's what the beauty is beauty pageant movie? What's huh? the name? Oh, are you gonna are you gonna drop the answer? No, I forgot. Tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Drop the answer and then dead of shame. Tell me. Come on, gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous. There you go. There we go. <laughs> there you go. She got it. If she hadn't gotten it, it might have been. I am guys. exhausted. Yeah, today. you look you look I, very sleepy. I have had a fucking busy weekend. So and you know it. <laughs> what happened was is I showed her Drop Dead Gorgeous on our first date. Uh, we watched that and a shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. which I made. Yes. At my place, and then the second date. Do you remember what we got to eat that day? Sandwiches. You remember from where? Yes. Why are you quizzing me today? My brain is not Because I'm going to tell the story my way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be doing the interview here. Chet Colton for... Chet Colton is going to get grounded. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I'm not Chet Colton out there. I'm just regular old Ben It's at the fucking gas station, but it's not the gas station. What's the name of it? Help. Deli Town. Deli Town. Thank you. So we get Deli Town, and I'm like, what do you want to watch? And she's like, I don't know. Like, show me something. I said, I don't really, like, I'm, like, I was in the, I can't remember why, but I just, I couldn't come up with something. Which is, like, not normal. Let's It is. Let's and you that. were like, let me show you this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is it called? And you're like, it's called 20th Century Women. And I knew of 20th Century Women. I had seen a trip. God damn, I saw the trailer a lot. That's probably another reason. Mm-hmm. Anything that played, so in the Riverside, there's a cabinet. Yeah that was just that would just sit there and it would just play trailers Jeez. like but it only played like mm-hmm. 12 trailers so if you were on door you heard that thing probably like six times in a row oh wow yeah if you were on door for any like length of a yeah. shift i remember never seeing it and we sat down and watched it i remember sitting there and being like this is genuinely one of the most impressive movies anyone has ever shown me mm-hmm. and you're and still here that's when he said i guess she can stay yeah <laughs> I was like, you know what? Pretty cool. That was at least the early inclinations of it. I mean, now we got a kid. Yeah, yeah, nothing's nothing's breaking up this clan. Yeah, I don't know how we got this far. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You kind of kept coming over, and you kind of kept putting up with my bits. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm being serious. Like that's really what it comes down to. Oh, great movie though. You guys should watch it. Yeah, 20th Century Woman. Let's see. I don't even know if these are by anything. American Honey. Hate that fucking movie. I've never seen. And it. I'll tell you why. It's a good movie. It's way too fucking long, and nobody should ever watch that movie at midnight. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Moonlight. I've never seen it. I don't remember Dick about it. Yeah. Like I know I've seen it, but I was like, oh, I guess. I just never watched. It's got a it. best picture. A lot of people love it's it. It's the most controversial. It's one of the most controversial best pictures of the last ten years. Yeah. Because they called La La Land instead. And oh, they I remember. Up. Yeah, I uh, love La La Land. First too. Reformed. Never heard of it. The Florida Pro... You haven't heard of First Reform? No. This is a dark movie. Nice. Like, 
Ethan Hawke plays like a priest who starts questioning if he believes in God. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Florida Project. I've seen that. I, I don't care. It's like a documentary. Lady Bird. Lady Bird's good. Lady Bird is yeah, one like of the Lady best Bird. movies of all time. It's good. Really? You're just okay on Lady Bird? I mean, I don't, I tried to rewatch it and I was like, eh. Like, it was, it was good. I don't I, hate I'm, it. I'm curious to see what you think when you actually have to like yeah. sit down and like really I wouldn't absorb mind Lady Bird. watching again, I yeah. Mean, whether you mind or not, it's happening. Know. Eighth grade. I don't know if I've seen eighth grade. Haven't seen Hereditary. Haven't haven't seen Hereditary, huh? Speaking of spooky movies, yes, <laughs> it's too bad that our spooky movies have to be non. Well, no, they, no, they are. They already know. I know. They already know. They already heard them. Remember That's what how I'm spooky saying. they were? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, the farewell. Never seen it. I want you to take Marcel the shell in no. terms of how much you're gonna cry, and I'm gonna say this. Doublet. Ladies and gentlemen, Brianna is signing off because she can't handle any more emotions. First cow. Oh, I watched that with you. Yeah, it the, was actually good. The cutest cow movie of all time. You're like, so, look at that cow. So dumb. Yeah, but you're also like, yeah, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. No, I have not seen that no, either. Tyler not. raves about it. Uncut Gems. I could not watch that again and be fine with my life. No, we're going to be, you're going to have to be because you're going to have to rewatch <sighs> it. It's so long. Minari. I don't think I watched Minari with you guys now. Take what you did in Marcel the Shell and like one and a half. Just fucking shoot me in the face. Oh, there's face. just some that are really good. Zola. Oh, I love Zola. Zola is kind we of really like, like, I think Zola. Zola like might just already be decided for that round of A24 movies. Maybe. We'll to, see. Yeah. We'll see what it's with. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Great. I mean, if that's with Zola, I'm telling you right now, that's getting that's getting a mud hole we'll stomped see. in it. And that's everything. All right. So yeah, their Great question. News. I think the question is, does A24 change its tactics with being like mainstream? No, no. I don't think so at all. No. Well, that's all the news and comment that's fit to read. Joining me as always on the panel, Brianna Hickey. And I'm, of <laughs> course, your uh, your analyst, Chet Colton. We'll uh, be back next week on the show with uh, more scathing topics like uh, Brandy in a A24 movie. What is she hiding? Hmm? Exactly. Who? Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. Thank you, Chet. I'm back. Chet was a lot to handle. I don't know if I want Chet back. Chet, on the Chet news is a diff. I, I won't lie to you. Station. Like I won't lie to you. Half brother or not, like Chet. Chet is Chet is a fighter. He's and a I, lot. I'll tell you right now. Like I know you hear all that stuff where like he can barely get it together, but you give him just the right amount of brown liquor, and that guy will read the hell out of the news. And wow. I, I give him that. I will Good give him that. Him. And he's a and he's a fighter. Like you think every day, like. That's the day I'm going to find Chet dead in his apartment. It's like, no, that ain't that day. And I check in at least two, three times a week. Wow. Yeah, all right. You want to tell them what the main event is for today on our season two opener? Yes, we're talking about a romantic comedy. Megan, who's played by Kieran Knightley, in the throes of a quarter-life crisis, she panics when her boyfriend proposes. She takes an opportunity to escape for a week, hiding out in the house of her new 16-year-old friend, Annika, which is played by Chloe Grace Moritz, and her world-weary single dad, played by Sam Rockwell. This is, of course, the 2014 comedy, Laggies. Wait. He let you stay? Yeah, I'm in the guest room. I'm gonna let you do something too, Annika. Let you do additional chores for two weeks. Oh, no. Hey, look, it's my fault she got in trouble. She's you know? the one who made the decision. Hey, throw another tart in there for me, will you? Hey, it's your house. It is my house. You know, I think I'm going to work from home today because I really have no good reason 
to trust you. No offense. None taken. Yo, your ride is here. Patrick. What happened to us, man? You don't write anymore? That's a great shirt. Listen, I know you want to kill your dad. Sometimes I do too, but I'm doing my best to keep this case civil on his end, and toilet papering isn't gonna help. So if you want to take some aggression out on a father figure, let's get scrappy, man, so you can move on. You're a divorce lawyer? Yeah, he's my dad. Wait, do you live here now? All right. Yeah, we should go to school. Yeah, Dad, stop. Just go. Thanks for the banana, Mr. Hunter. Seriously, Patrick, help me out, okay? I'm not, I'm not kidding, actually. So, laggies. I think we've also assessed that maybe Chet does the intro for the, for the, the episodes too. Chet's too much. I don't want him around anymore. <laughs> Chet has to do the news. I, he has, he has a, he has an Fine. unbreakable contract. Fine. Yeah. Let's see. Chet knows where the bodies are buried. Because God knows Chet put them there. All right. Well, is this the first time you saw this? Yes. I don't know if it is. No? Because I remember so much of this movie, but I think it's because this is another example of they played this trailer 12 times a day yeah. on door. So you just saw it and you're like, I think I've put together what this movie's going to be. Like, I knew every beat that was going to happen with maybe not having ever seen this. Wow. It's very weird. Yeah, I had never seen it, no. But it was, it was uh, you know, something. It was better than I think it had any right to be at moments. And there's also yeah. times where I think it overstretches itself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a strong opener for season two. Yeah. <laughs> Laggies. I'm lagging on that. They are, they are <laughs> lagging on that. Well, we are, of course, going to talk about this film the only way we do. Season one did it the right way. We're going to do it in season two. Where we discuss, or we do the thing I like to call the discussion, or as we simplify it, a.k.a. Brianna Hickey is going to read us some wiki and tell us all the plot and who's in it and what's going on with this movie. Brianna, take it away. So, Megan is an aimless 28-year-old living in Seattle, Washington, who is in a committed relationship with her high school sweetheart and still close with her high school friends. At her friend Allison's wedding, her boyfriend unexpectedly proposes, where she also sees her father cheating on her mother. That's a lot. That's a, that's an opening for you. <laughs> so she goes to the wedding of her friend. No, she go, doesn't she go to the bachelorette thing too? Yes. Well, kind of. She goes to... I think what they're doing is looking at where the venue is going to be. I don't think it's a bachelorette party. Oh, I thought that was like some sort of bachelorette party. No. I So technically, which they didn't put here, is the, the opening of it is them back in high school. Their prom yes, night. that's right. And they are skinny dipping in a dirty hotel pool yeah. with their... All four of her best friends from high school, basically. And I think um, their boyfriends. And their boyfriends, yeah. I think. And then it flashes forward to um, Allison, which is played by... Kira Knightley. Nope. Allison's Ellie Kemper. Oh, That's Ellie Kemper. I don't remember any of that. on your duty here, bud. So Ellie Kemper is the friend getting married, and then that's when they take to go see the venue, which there's like a big, giant, golden Buddha that... Yes. <laughs> Uh, that Megan, who's played by Kira Knightley, starts like rubbing on her nipple. His nipples. Yeah, she's she's very like 
She's immature for her age. You know what this is? This is really less funny bridesmaids. Yes. Like, this is like, this is like, what if bridesmaids got like a little more real? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, what if like, it was like, ah, it's not really funny that you're like kind of a fuck up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she, she gets to the wedding and her boyfriend proposes at the wedding. A lot of wedding movies this yes, week. Yes, a lot us. of weddings in this week in general. It's been the wedding month, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, August yeah. into September. And who's the boyfriend? Mark Webber, who plays Anthony. And you know him as Daniel in Green Room, but more more likely, and we'll do Green Room eventually, we'll talk yeah. about him, he is Stephen Stills, or as Scott Pilgrim calls him, the talent. Yes. Yes, he's the lead singer of the band for Scott Pilgrim. For he's good. He's sex very... bombs. Yes, yeah, sex bombs. <laughs> he's very funny. And he is funny. He is such a beaten man in this movie. Oh, yeah, poor guy. He's not even beaten. He's just a weird dude. Like... No, I, I honestly think he's like actually really a good person, and he gets the raw end of the stick in this in I this think he's thing. an awkward guy, and she just is like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe we're done kind of thing i don't know i mean maybe yeah like she i mean i think i think what he is unfortunately is he is the victim of like being like her friends telling her like you should just date this guy yeah like and being like no i should make my own decisions yeah. in life mm-hmm. so okay so anyway so she also sees her father cheating on her mother and who's the father and who's the mother oh that's easy that's jeff garland Ah, uh, that is Curb's that is Curb's entertainment manager from Curb Your Enthusiasm, one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Yes, yes. he is really funny, and he's like also her biggest like supporter in this, even when. But she's I think not he's really also his her biggest hindrance enabler. Too. Yeah. yeah. So shocked and confused, she flees and runs into teenager Annika, and her friends outside of a grocery store after buying them alcohol megan plays with our skateboard and when they ask her to join them on their night out she does annika is played by chloe grace moretz okay well you know what before we get to chloe let's talk about kira because we didn't really talk mm-hmm. about her how do you feel about kira knightley oh i love kira knightley i think in almost everything like there's not one thing you've ever seen kira knightley no i don't know kira knightley kira knightley bothers me i don't know what it is like there's stuff she's really good in like don't yeah. get me wrong like like her, her turn in like she might be the Miss Elizabeth for Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah, like I sure. think when I think nowadays, if you think mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice, you see Kira Knightley in that sunset, yeah, getting chased down by what's his name from Succession. Yeah, <laughs> what is his name? I always forget. Oh, fuck. And I know. It's Mister Darcy, but um, yeah, it's Matthew McFadden. That's right. Yeah. Yes, or Tom. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. how Succession ended last year where Tom just betrayed all of them? Yeah, I can't Fuck, wait. I can't succession. wait either. Yeah. So anyways, Chloe Grace more more Yeah. Is. Yeah. I always wanted more for her. She's been in a lot. Oh, that's the weird thing is she has, but I don't think Chloe Grace Moretz was ever ever got to do anything that wasn't either franchised or like she never got to do that movie where like you felt like this was an original thing made for her that will stand the test of time. Like, yeah. she's the second Carrie in Carrie. Like, she's not really in that one. Th- I mean, like, I guess you could argue Kickass is her is her big is her yeah, big I didn't watershed. Even watch Kickass. She is in movie forty. It is yep. amazing how many people are in movie forty three. Yeah. Honestly, one day we might just do movie forty three, just because I have to talk about that movie on the record somewhere. I've never even watched it, so it's bizarre. Yeah. It's the one where the guy, you know, which I, one you it showed is. me the pieces yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Miller, 
Poor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> that might be. I'll, I'll say it. That might be some of like the seven to twelve funniest minutes in a movie. Like it's just that scene. The rest of the movie is incoherently bizarre, <laughs> but there is just that. All right. So, anyways, okay. So she joins them. So sure, she buys them alcohol. Then she rides their skateboard, and then she hangs out with them in TP's the one guy's one of Annika's friends' house. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's they're kids, and yeah. she's thirty, and she's. <laughs> 28 she's 28 30. she's yeah. 28 that's right so returning home megan's boyfriend suggests that rather having it was 42 when she made rather movie. having a big wedding they elope she agrees but delays the wedding by pretending she has a week-long career advice seminar to attend they really yada yada through that yeah yeah because yeah. i honestly like i heard her say seminar but i was like i remember you ever actually same, saying yeah same. Mm. feels like a voicemail like off-screen moment where you're like oh yeah yeah so megan receives a call from annika asking her to pretend to be her absentee mother at a guidance counselor's meeting she goes to that the meeting, is funny then asks annika if in return she can stay at her house see that is very funny because mm-hmm. like just like she shows up with that scarf yeah and it's so like it's it's the equivalent like what Kira Knightley does so well in that scene is she's playing a child doing the equivalent of yes. thinking that's what an adult dress is yeah. like mm-hmm. and it's so funny it's, like the way she's it's hilarious oh it's great oh my god so she tries to stay at her freaking house so um Annika is unsuccessful at sneaking Megan into her house where her single parent lawyer father Craig Sam Rockwell questions Megan about Rockwell, her relationship Rockwell, with his daughter. Rockwell, he's the only good thing in this movie. Rockwell, <laughs> Rockwell. She lies that there's a one week gap between her lease expiring and her move into a new apartment. Craig reluctantly allows her to stay and gradually begins to trust her. Annika asks Megan to drive her to her estranged mother's house to see her for the first time in years. Okay. So the estranged mother, who we'll get to in a moment, but before that, Sam fucking Rockwell. Rockwell. Great. Love him. Yeah. Deserves an Oscar. Did not deserve to have to win the Oscar for what he wanted for. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Much, much better performances out there. I mean... This is the guy who did Moon. Yeah. He did an hour and a half of being alone in a room by himself and yes. made it amazing. Mm. Like He's so funny. And he's so good, though, at the serious moments, too. So it's, like, hard to, like, oh, not like, like him. But, I mean, like, he is, like, a guy who even, like, Sam Rockwell, it, let me put it to you this way. You know the movie The Green Mile? Yes. Remember the guy who actually, like, kills and rapes yes, those little girls? that's, that's him, That's fucking huh? Sam Rockwell. Oh, I always forget that's him. Like, he is the stuff of nightmares in that movie but like he has this weird innate charisma to where like he can just like get people i don't know like you just you're kind of weird yeah Yeah, he's 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 incredible but um would you uh, let your someone stay in your house who you barely knew fuck no thank you also a 28 year old hanging out with my 16 year old kid i'd be like i guess that's what 14 no 12 years the senior 28 minus 16, 8 minus 6 is 2. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's 12 That's years. That's gross. That's weird. But I mean, it's not a sexual thing and you can tell that. Oh, you can? Just automatically? I mean, I think... We know because we know the movie. Yeah, but I think, he, I think he can. I think he's got a beat on her. He's a lawyer. He's not dumb, too. I wouldn't let a 28-year-old hang out with my 16-year-old. Oh, it would be like a thing where it's like, yeah, under my supervision, you two can hang out. But like... No, even then, that's fucking weird. I'd be like, go away. Hmm. I don't know. I believe where Sam Rockwell like reads her and is like, yeah, this is this is okay. Mm. Like, 
No. I definitely wouldn't let her stay in the house. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. So then she goes to meet the estranged mother, who's played by... Gretchen Maul. Mm, Okay. I don't know if you know anything by Gretchen Maul. I don't know. She looks familiar. I just don't know if I could place her um, in anything. She's in like 310 to Yuma... She's in Manchester by the Sea. She's in the 13th floor. Oh, I've seen Manchester by the Sea. Um, Let me see what else she's in that you could. She's in Rounders. Do you ever see Rounders? Um, I don't know. She's in the she's Betty Page in the Notorious Betty Page. Oh, that's what I saw her. I just watched that movie like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I'd never seen it. The weirdness of you. I am very strange. <laughs> no, but it also fits. That's totally something you'd be interested yeah. in watching. Like you see that. Yeah, she. Yeah, that's Gretchen Maul. Okay. Um, another person who I would have liked more for. Yeah. Yeah, I think Gretchen Maul honestly had like a real charisma to her, and no one ever got to tap into that charisma. Yeah, I agree. So Craig asks um, Megan out for a drink. When they return, having... That skips that far. I feel like stuff happened between that, right? Oh, a ton of stuff happened between that. That's Um, weird. So, okay, well, let's talk about, I guess, going to her mom's house. So they drove to her mom... Because they don't even put that in here. So they go to the mom's house, and the mom is like... She disappeared so she could be a model. Yeah, this is... I honestly think if you're looking at what this character represents, it's the idea of the life not taken yeah which if kira knightley had gotten like essentially like had this happen to her at the same age because i think they're pretty they're pretty close to contemporaries yeah like maybe the mom is like an extra like five years older but they're pretty close to like each other's age if this had happened to kira knightley would like would she have done the same thing and run off i think it's almost like kind of yeah but kira knightley or megan does a really good thing where she tells her like the mom asks like well i don't know what she wants from me after all this time and she's basically just like fake it (laughs) like ask her a few questions about herself Ask, act nicely and then send her on her way basically yeah. like you don't need to she she gives her bras so she gets so she turns into a lingerie model well yeah we knew, we knew that no yeah because at the party I know, they talk she, about it at the party yeah. but i'm saying for them to know like because it's not in here at all you know who else we haven't talked about and i'm mad at wikipedia for not featuring this character yet who we have not talked about caitlin bever as misty oh yeah she's not in she's in here four more paragraphs down wow so wow yeah because misty has already like come in and scored like two yeah two three pointers and like then just run back off the court misty's pretty funny when she just comes running out she goes can i go to your car i gotta get my sweatshirt and she's just no wearing bra. a bra yeah or no shirt yeah just no, a bra. yeah just like clearly that she just got felt up in a closet yeah. somewhere so um anyway so they meet her mom doesn't it goes as well as can be expected for an absentee mom she gives her a bunch of lingerie and sends her on her way basically so now megan gets back to the house where misty and annika are having a sleepover well before that in between there she runs into ellie kemper Oh yeah, and Ellie Kemper oh, like yeah. says, "I thought uh, you were yeah, on a coffee shop." Yeah, I th- yeah, they're getting they're getting chocachinos. Yes, yeah, with you're, Annika, you're getting chocachinos with. Is that your drug dealer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say this: Ellie Kemper is very, very so funny. You know, this is a movie full of people outside of Kira Knightley and Sam Rockwell. It's like I wish all of you had had better. Yeah, because Ellie Kemper, yes, she will always be 
not Pam on The Office or whatever her, whatever her name. What was her name? I don't even remember. They they tried to give her. She was good though. She was fine. Oh, she. I mean, have you ever seen Have you ever seen her her YouTube video, yes. The Blowjob? Yes. Yeah, it's one of the funniest things on it YouTube. Is. It's gonna make funny. it so dry for you. <laughs> yeah. Like sand. <laughs> no, please don't. Please stop. Yeah. Oh, you want a hand job? Yeah. She starts smacking her hands. <laughs> It's great. Yes. Yes. But Ellie Kemper like calls her out. She's like, I thought you were doing this thing. And she goes, no, I just need more time. Yeah. And yeah. then basically chastises her for doing what she's doing. Ellie Kemper sucks. All of her friends suck. Yeah. They're not very nice. Okay. Who sucks more? The friends in Laggies of Kira Knightley's mm-hmm. or the friends of Muriel in Muriel's Wedding? Oh, the friends in Muriel's okay. Wedding. I just want to make By sure we're far. on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think they truly care about Kira Knightley. Like, yeah, but they, they're they, also... They care about her in a, I want to control you because I've known you my whole life and this is what I think is best yeah. for you, way. But they don't understand that maybe her life is taking a different path. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Craig asks Megan out, since I've been trying to read this paragraph for fucking 20 minutes now, mm-hmm. for a drink. When they return, having had more drinks than they planned, they end up having sex. The next morning, he offers to let her stay longer than a week than the week she asked for, but she declines. I mean, God, what's the nicest way to put this? Like, I wonder what it was like to bang like a piece of wood because she is just like so flat. Like everything about her is just so flat. She is very flat. Yes. Like, and I don't just mean that like in terms of tits. I mean like everything. Everything. Like, like she's very. I swear to God, if if she was in this room and she turned sideways, we wouldn't be able to see her, and she could hear all the mean things I'm saying. So. Yeah. Oh my God. But you can tell that they get along super well. Like they. But are they enabling each other? They have chemistry. No, I think. I don't think they're enabling each other. The drinking, no? I think he drinks, but I think he already drinks. Like, okay, fair enough. She doesn't know him well enough to enable him. You know what I mean? She's out fair having enough. a drink with fair him. Enough. Yeah. Annika, seeing them kiss, tentatively tells Megan that she approves of the relationship. She then finds the engagement ring in her purse. Megan tells uh, yes. her she's engaged and that Craig has no idea. On the way home from shopping for Annika's prom dress, they begin arguing, and then Patrick is distracted by or distracted and crashes the car. He tells Megan he's been drinking the wine she bought for them because he is upset that his parents are sending him to boarding school. So they haven't even really talked about Patrick, but Patrick's just another friend in the group of friends that they all hung out with in the very, very beginning. And uh, Craig is actually the divorce lawyer for Patrick's family. It is weird. Yeah, so that... they're going through a lot. So, yeah, Annika sees them kiss, and then she upsettingly tells them she's okay with it. Like, well, she first is okay with it because I think she likes Megan, and then she sees the ring, and she's like, you're a hoe. I think it's more so she's that, like... She betrayed. Yeah, she feels betrayed for yeah. sure. I mean, like... She's not going to stand in the way of her father's happiness, no. but when there's, like, some sort of inciting thing, it's like, well, what are you actually here for? Yeah. Like, is he just a good time to you mm-hmm. until you actually have to step up and do, like, the thing that you promised to exactly. do? Yeah. So, She um, never actually said yes to what's-his-name, either. Who? 
To the boyfriend? Yeah. No, she doesn't ever. Not really. Not right away. Um, so feeling guilty, Megan tells the police that she was the one driving the car, but she still has alcohol in her breath from that morning. Oh, that's right. And is arrested. Right. Yeah. When Craig arrives to free her, Megan reveals her engagement and that she bought alcohol which, for his daughter. Which, by the way, I don't buy it. She had at least six hours between. Do you see how big she is? That's Yeah, you did say And she before. drank all night. Yeah, you did say this before. Yes, yeah. All right, never mind. Wait, why? I I, I retract my (laughs) statement. So Megan's father picks her up at the police station. He says he has confessed that he's been cheating to her mother and that they're trying to work things out. Misty shows up at Megan's door with her white dress that she bought for prom because they invited Megan to prom, which they didn't say in here, but they invited Megan to prom. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And a few other things she'd left in Patrick's car and tries to convince Megan to go to the prom. When Anthony comes to the door. Oh, that's the boyfriend. Yes. Anthony. Wow, we haven't said his name at all this entire time. Uh, Comes to the door. They tell him Misty is a girl she was mentoring at the seminar. Once he goes back upstairs, Misty gives Megan a prom ticket, urging her to go for Annika's benefit. Megan continues to lie to her fiance about where she was for the past week. Let's talk about this scene with Misty coming with the prom ticket and the dress. This is clear sign that Annika is still okay with her. Like, mm-hmm. and like, they, like, it's like Misty knows. Like, Misty's almost kind of the glue that holds this yes. movie together in some way between like all of this working out. Yes. And what did you, what were you going to say they left out? Well, they kind of just skipped straight to them going to the airport. So. Basically, that's what does happen like yeah, they go to the airport right. they go to the airport the next morning yeah so um, she we're assuming, so we don't ever know but she obviously agrees at this point to yeah. go to the airport to elope so at the airport he takes a selfie of them to send to their high school friends megan realizing their relationship is stifling her breaks up with him unfriends her high school friends and goes to annika's prom where she tells annika to be honest and pursue junior another friend and person that annika's interested in from the very beginning and is a friend whom she's also in love with megan leaves the prom and then goes to craig's house leaves him a box of wine with a note that says can we try again check yes or no she knocks hides at the bottom of the steps craig answers the door reads the note sees megan at the bottom of the steps and closes the door not to be deterred she knocks again then picks up the house key hidden outside but before she can unlock the door craig opens it and lets her in and oh, in the version I saw, he shoots her dead on his lawn. No, he does not. And it becomes a it becomes a stand your ground <laughs> movie. Yeah, no, she makes the gesture, and she I think she grows up just enough to show him like, hey, like this is real. Yeah, I think like he wants her to be more of an adult at this point. Yeah. So that's why he doesn't entertain the check yes or check no part of it. And that's waits, interesting. And waits for her to come to the door. Oh, like that's interesting. Adult. I never I never put that together. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. clever, babe yeah so yeah that's the movie okay i mean i i it's i mean that is the movie let's go a little more into the scene at the prom as well that's it because she kira knightley's character has two main people she interacts with this in the movie it's sam rockwell's character and it's Mm -hmm. grace moretz so the scene at the prom where she says these are a couple of things i've learned over the past couple of years like she kind of gives her the idea of like you need to be the person you need to be you cannot conform yourself to the life of people around you which is what she did she's she did. like don't she's basically make... saying don't follow in my yeah footsteps. don't make the mistake i did because there is no yeah. happiness in it you need to find your own happiness and if you think yeah. that happiness lies outside of 
the people you know now, yeah. you need to go discover that. Mm-hmm. And she's not wrong to a certain extent. You yeah. need to be honest with those people, too, because she's kind of wrong for what she did to mm-hmm. the one guy's character. You know, they don't even talk about it either, but she was... You can tell she's trying to get away from her high school friends, for sure, because one of them was made them their godparents. Yeah. And she misses the birth, and she's just kind of like, oh, well... Hope everything turned out okay. Yeah. Like, like you can tell she's just not as invested in them as she used to be. Yeah, exactly. She mm-hmm. needs to also be honest, too. Yeah. I mean, she also has the moment of catharsis with her dad where her yeah. dad says, like, it was a moment of weakness. Like, I talked to your mom and, like, it's going to be a while. But, like, yeah. she goes, he goes, know that I did it because, like, you told me it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's laggies. Yeah, so there's a couple things in here. Apparently, the title, it was a complex decision made because it means adult slackers in the UK. And apparently, this movie was not released in the UK as named as Laggies. It was released as Say When. That oh, that's title. a that's a terrible. Yeah, t- Laggies isn't great either. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like Say When is just like yeah. It's like who do you fucking think you are? Basically, it says Shelton said she had never heard the term before making the film, but the screenwriter, Andrea Siegel, insisted it was a common term for adult slackers. And it says, as the film was made, Shelton realized that no one but Siegel had heard of Laggies before, but the title stuck. Then the film was released in the UK as Say When. Jesus. Interesting. Yeah. Because we were saying, too, like, Laggies is like a British phrase like not yeah. many americans say that yeah so no no one it's funny that it. it's such an american movie name like yeah these. like it's like it's like if this movie had been in britain i could see like them actually using it but it's like it feels like mm. the screenwriter's like yeah laggies people yeah. know that it's like i don't think they do yeah it also looks like before knightley joined anne hathaway was supposed to play her character if they were to have a thin off who do you think would win a uh, knightley yeah, I really would be Anne nightly. Hathaway has some curves if you put her in the right outfit. Does she? Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, I just think of Anne Hathaway as like a stork woman. No. Interesting. I think Anne Hathaway is beautiful. <laughs> um, but the... I do. But the... Okay. <laughs> oh my God, she's here! <laughs> See, you get it. But apparently the reason she they didn't stick with her is she was doing Interstellar at the same time. Mm. Mm-hmm. She was having her third egg. She was, si- she was sitting on an Christ. egg. Yeah. <laughs> She's thing, a race of bird It people. says filming took place at 23 locations over a 26-day shoot. Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. 26 days, too. That's, that's fucking fast that's filmmaking. That's quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's about all I have on this. Well, there you wiki, go. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Box office, 2.4 mil. What was the budget? Doesn't say. Doesn't say? No. Let's see if I can find I it I can't here. find it in here. How much was the budget? The box office made 2.4. The budget's five, so it made half of what it spent. So so not good. Also, with probably promotional shit and everything, you're probably looking at about eight mil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that sucks for them. Yeah. uh, I don't know Lynn Shelton, but I'm going to look into this lady. She... Oh, okay. Yeah, she's she's one of those Duplass brother directors. What's that mean? The Duplass brothers are like two independent filmmakers who also like finance other filmmakers. Oh. And then I know I do music special, but uh, the soundtrack was not... I don't even think there was a soundtrack, really. Where was Maybe it at the music, at the dance? Hold even on. then, Just though, there here. wasn't like a whole lot to listen to. I was trying to look, but I couldn't find anything like super good. Yeah, there's four songs. Any of them? None of them are well, actual. Hold on. The wedding songs and the title song. Yeah, no, I don't think anything yeah. from this since I'm picking songs next time. 
that there's like nothing. No. So I'm going to just go ahead and skip the soundtrack because it's pretty much just like tiny scores at certain sections. For sure. So, so I got nothing on music for me. Well, Moving you don't on. You don't have to. I'm the one who has to pick songs next time. No, but I always talk about the music. Oh, that's right. You show. do always talk about this the music. This isn't about the, the awards. No, no, I know. I'm just, I got to consider it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. leaves. Gradings, ratings, and settling the scores. Yes. Yes. I knew what it was. I just didn't have my thing pulled up. Uh, yes, gradings, ratings, and settling the scores, or the why of it all, if you want to talk about the last W. Yeah, what do you give? I'm going to give it a, a C24. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I think that's pretty fair. It's okay. It's by no means amazing. It's funny in some parts, and it's not funny. It drags in some part. It lags. I think, yes. <laughs> I think Rockwell is by far the strongest part of it. And yeah. I think anytime he's not on screen, I'm like, I wish Sam Rockwell was yeah, here. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Knightley's good, but she just doesn't have a strong enough people to play yeah. off of. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the script's really strong enough for that. No. What do you give it? C24. The same? Yeah, okay. I'm with you on that. Well, begs the question to ask, what is next on A24? What is next? It's called Revenge of the Green Dragon. What? Mm-hmm. A fisherman in China. He'll never be anything but a fisherman in China. But here, he has hope. He can dream of something better. These families came to America in different and harrowing conditions. This place symbolizes what they all managed to build. They didn't ask what this country could do for them, but what they could do to make this the greatest home of freedom in history. Tell your children. They're called the Green Dragons. These guys are pulling in millions of dollars a year, smuggling people. Two immovable forces, neither side willing to back down. What would it take for you to put it all on the line? There's no way both of us walk away, not from that. What do you want, Sonny? They're going down. All of them. There's a storm coming, Detective. I don't know of any umbrella that's gonna keep the city dry. We do it our way. They're watching you. Why do you bring us here? It's what this country's built on. The American dream. I'm going to read you the IMDb description. Two best friends rise through the ranks of New York's Chinese underworld in the 1980s. Oh, wow. Okay. There's a chance we might be watching like an out-and-out underseen kung fu movie. That might be be what this is. Wonderful. I'm going to read you some of the people who are in it that I know. Ray Liotta is in it. Oh, okay. And a lot of Chinese people, I would assume, because <laughs> A24 is good about this. It is directed by Andrew Lau mm-hmm. and Andrew Liu. Andrew Lau is responsible for, holy fuck, 
this is the guy who did Infernal Affairs. Oh. Infernal Affairs mm-hmm. is what The Departed was based off of. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. I don't know what this is, but this might be a secret banger. Well, yeah. for you. Yeah. I don't know. You might walk out of this being like, fuck yeah, Revenge of the Green Dragons. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. Yeah. We don't judge until we see. That's true. That's true. Yes. I gotta tell you, I'm actually pretty damn excited for the next day 24. Oh, wow. The first one I think he's been really hyped for so far. It's called Tusk, and I uh, was sure plenty hyped yeah. for Tusk. Yeah. I'm sorry that the first crop of A24 movies outside of, like, actually, no, like, Bling Ring and, and Spring Breakers are both, like, Stone Cold classics. Yeah, those are really good. And, and so is, you really liked The Rover, which was... You like The Spectacular now. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's yeah. like, and I'll defend it to and the I end. Will goddamn say it again. Uh, <laughs> tell us where they can find us. Yeah, so you can find us at B and B underscore presents underscore on Instagram, the Graham Graham. You can find our individual ones on there as well. Mine is BDH underscore imagery for my photography, and yours is at Movie Loving Lucha eighty seven. Perfect. They can and all... also find you on Twitter at ET Critic for the Empty Theater Critic. He will not talk to you on either one of them. Unless it's about movies on on the Twitter. On the Instagram, sure. Comment on what I'm doing. I don't give a shit. They're photos. means nothing to me. He's a little baby about it. Your stuff is amazing. Tweet, tweet. Yeah. Go hire her, guys. She just did two weddings this week. If you are looking for a wedding photographer, listen up and go look at these wedding photos. She had no idea what she was walking into with one of them in a place that had horrible lighting, and she made them look great. Not only horrible lighting, in the middle of a heat wave we're having in Reno, Nevada, and heat stroke was about to kill me. So that's why you, if you uh, think I'm lagging, (laughs) I can't stop with the play on puns today, it's because I'm exhausted (laughs) today. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Not to mention our cat, again, is keeping us awake. He's going through his terrible twos. Yes. But you know, you know what's the different. You know what's the opposite of his terrible twos. The best non A twenty four thing you saw this week. Oh shit! What, what is yours? It's, you know, it's a real toss up of whether it's the Lord of the Rings show or Game of Thrones show. Its name is the House of the Dragons. <laughs> and I, I, the Rings of Power. The Rings of Power. It's called Lord of the Rings: colon, The Rings of Power. I'm still okay They're with. They're both the- so good, and so I want to be sucked into that world again. <laughs> So which one is it? I can't pick them. I'm taking them both. Okay, fair you enough. Pick. What's yours? What's yours? What's I, yours? I'm, it's not either of those. Yeah, of course not. No. It's called 3,000 Years of Solitude. Yeah. Yeah. No? Not for you, huh? Beep, 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 <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. You're not going to talk about your wrestling? Oh, All Out? Yeah. No, going to it live, is. it's never going to be able to... Yeah, there's no way you can top going to it live. That's the best it'll ever be. Like... Like, wrestling, don't get me wrong, if there had been something truly butt-fuck-insane, which, I mean, there was at the end mm-hmm. of it, no. But, I mean, like, honestly, like, 3,000 Years of Solitude is just such an amazing, like, swing. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I don't know if that movie works. I'm waiting for the second time when I sit there and I go, holy fuck, this hour and 48 feels like four hours yeah. and 28 minutes. Like, <laughs> like, we'll see. Yeah, that would be mine. And, guys, right. keep it here 24-7 for A24. And next week, we talk about Revenge of the Green Dragons. Rawr. I've, of course, been one of your hosts, Ben, and joining me as always. Brianna. And keep it here, guys. And remember, if you come to the A24-7 news studio and you see a guy hanging out front and he's handing out, like, menus for Chinese food restaurants, let's check Colton. You can say hi to him. He's a good guy. Don't talk to him. Try it.
Mac doesn't get it either. He wasn't there. He is pissed. Max, so our cat's mad at us. We put a harness on him today because I'm trying to make him an adventure cat, and uh, he is not fucking having it. <laughs> and now another segment of Cat Talk with cat- Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> Today's subject, the harness the and harness the Mac. The harness and the Mac. <laughs> He's currently nodding he off. He looks like anger napping right now. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's sitting across from us on the I couch. I swear to God, if you even come near me with that harness again, I will take the he, like, next to me He, like, got it off of him and got it stuck between both legs and uh, Ben's sister was here and she was, like, just watching us and I was like, oh, look how cute. He settled down and she's like, oh, uh, no, he can't move. <laughs> we were like, oh, we would have just left his ass like that. We walked by, like, an hour or so. They were like, Max, really just kind of chilling yeah, over there. Man, man the harness is where it's at. We're yeah. going to use that every fucking morning. <laughs> I'm trapped. Yeah, I think he would have mute eventually. <laughs> he knows that if he mews, one of us will be like, "I'm a coming boy." Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't mew for anything except food, yeah, which is a he's good sign. Pathetic. Oh, you know, he's he's out. All right. Well, that was that was cat talk with Brianna. Cat talk. Meow. Yes.